As 2021 draws to a close, we here at Crossroads Christian Church have a reason to celebrate and to worship God for all He has done and continues to do as we look back on this past year as a time in which God's kingdom continued to expand here in the tri-state area and beyond. In the past 12 months, we have seen a gradual return of many members of our congregation to worshiping with us in person at our Sunday worship services, including Crossroads Kids and Youth Services. We've also seen an increased level of participation in other on-campus events, such as support groups and the women's, men's, and senior ministries. As we connect with a steady stream of guests and newcomers to Crossroads, we have established a four-week-long series of classes to help new people join into the life of our church body, serving and being served in many of our ministry and service areas. This past year, our Newburgh facility received some much-needed updates, including a repaired roof and an updated sign on Outer Lincoln that now boldly proclaims our mission of living and loving like Jesus. In the past few months, the facility and its grounds have been utilized by other organizations in our area, including Evansville Christian School, the Foundry, the YMCA, the Red Cross, Point Man Ministries of Newburgh, and more. In 2021, we sold the parcel of ground that formerly housed the Crossroads Counseling Center, which has since been relocated to 320 Eagle Crest Drive in Evansville. The sale of this portion of our property resulted in more outreach opportunities as our elders and executive team chose to tithe on the proceeds and contributed over $150,000 to other organizations dedicated to spreading the gospel in our area and around the world. In August, our formation team launched The Roadmap, an online platform designed to provide action steps and resources to help equip everyone to live and love like Jesus by being with God, being with others, and being sent. Over 700 people have subscribed since August. Currently, age-appropriate resources for the roadmap are being identified by our growth team. In 2021, our goal of increasing empowerment of volunteers in all areas of ministry was realized as volunteers continue to take on new roles and responsibilities within our facilities, reception, production, worship, connection, youth and kids teams, and more. New members of our team include staff members and volunteers in every area of our church. Key additions to our mobilization team include John Hefflick, our local outreach lead, Matthew Phillip, our global outreach lead, and Andrea Croslin, our missional living lead. New members of our growth team include Alexa Rollman as our kids director and Jeremiah Roop as our youth director. We've seen immediate impact in the effectiveness of our local outreach team as our partnerships with organizations like the Glenwood Leadership Academy and the Potter's Wheel here in the Evansville area have been strengthened. In 2021, we made inroads into providing care for foster families through participation in Care Portal, and an Agape Fund support team has been established that will help with the care of families and individuals in need right here at Crossroads. 
We've seen progress in the growth and effectiveness of our global outreach partnerships as well. One of our partner churches in North Africa has a new lead pastor, and the Guffies, our mission partners in France, are now on site and ministering to the people of that country. In addition to the Guffies, we commissioned Lori Rogers to work with Momentum Yes and Jessica Corbett to minister in the Philippines. The Adoptive Village campaign, which resulted in over 200 child sponsorships in Kenya, Africa, had significant impact in 2021 as a drought impacted the area. With the resources that were contributed by members of our congregation and then shared within that community, not a single life was lost due to the drought. We also praise God for the international impact of Momentum Yes, as it has now been translated into multiple languages. With the launch of our missional living team, we have seen members of our congregation awaken to the fact that we all have a mission to spread the good news of God's kingdom here on earth and that we live out that mission in every aspect of our lives. Our kids and youth teams are continuing to grow and we are seeing the fruit of that as new young disciples are multiplying weekly and sharing the good news of what God is doing in their lives. Kids and youth summer camps were once again hosted on campus and at Camp Ileana with 733 students attending and 320 volunteers serving. This year during Camp Alive, Crossroads Kids raised over $5,700 to provide clean drinking water for 133 families in Kenya, Africa. We are seeing the impact of a renewed energy and synergy across all the teams that serve within our church. Crossroads is known as a giving and serving church. We have spoken of many of the roles that have been filled by staff and volunteers over the course of 2021, but there's still room for more. There is a place for you. And as we continue to steward our God-given gifts and resources for His glory in 2022 and beyond, We can't wait to see what God does in and through this church family, His church in the Tri-State area and beyond. Well, I hope over the last few minutes as you've watched that video, you catch a glimpse of just what God has been up to in life of this church. Despite the uh, lingering effects of a worldwide pandemic, regardless of the political tensions that exist in our world, and despite even us sometimes recognizing what God was doing or him choosing not to follow our plans, God has been up to some really big stuff right here at Crossroads. And once again, we wanna be very clear that he deserves all the glory, all the praise, and all the thanks. He certainly deserves that. In addition to the things that you saw in that video, uh, which is certainly not a comprehensive list, I thought it might be important just to share a few things that have been significant shifts in the life of our church over this past 12 months. And the first is, a year ago, we announced that we were restructuring our staff structure to align better around this vision of living and loving like Jesus. And so since then, we've built three leadership teams, one in operations, one in formation, and one in mobilization. And those three teams have a series of ministries underneath each of them. We've continued to see God raise leadership up both within our staff, but also maybe even more importantly, from within the congregation to take on leadership as we continue to live out God's vision for Crossroads. And this restructuring has allowed us to be better stewards, 
It's allowed us to have better alignment and also increase empowerment within this congregation. We want to continue to equip and empower all of God's people to live on mission within this church, within our families and our workplaces, and certainly in our neighborhoods throughout this community and all around the world. We hope everyone here at Crossroads will engage in what God is doing and we'll give him the glory for that. A second shift is, as we restructured last fall, we began to ask ourselves some questions about the long-term effectiveness of the multi-site strategy we had been operating by for the last several years, and specifically how that impacted our West Campus. As we began uh, 2021, we began to look at, was there a more effective strategy in reaching this community for Christ to help people live and love like Jesus better? And we determined that it might be more uh, suitable to release the West Campus and uh, uh, appoint them as an autonomous congregation beginning January 1, 2022. Here's the big reason why. We had spent a lot of time figuring out how to do church, and we had not put our focus on being the church. And we realized that by releasing or launching the West Campus as an autonomous congregation, they can be more effective in reaching people, especially on the west side of Evansville. So I thought I might give you just a little update, and here is the update. All systems are go. Over the past several months, our elders, our executive team, and the West Campus ministry team have been working together. We've developed our strategy for the coming years. We've filed papers, articles of incorporation with the state of Indiana. We've set bylaws. And just a few weeks ago, this congregation announced that they were open to membership. And so they begin receiving members as a part of a new congregation that is being called Renew Christian Church. You see their logo as well as the picture of their staff right there on the screen. Renew Christian Church has received members. They've nominated elders and affirmed those elders. They have a budget set for 2021 or 2022, excuse me. And uh, we see God's evident hand in all of this preparation. We're excited about the future of Renew Christian Church. We also wanted you to know that the elders of Crossroads Christian Church made a decision to gift the building, the property, and all of its contents to the Renew Christian Church as our affirmation that we believe God is up to some really good things. And it has a bright future being led by the ministry team that's there as well as the elders. In the meantime, they've also appointed their first lead pastor. His name is Matt Volkman. He's no stranger to Crossroads. He's served as an elder for many years here, and we feel like he will provide great leadership from a pastoral level as Renew begins their journey together. If you'd like to know more about Renew, the best place to probably keep up with them is their Facebook page. Just go on Facebook and look at Renew Christian Church, and you can hear their vision that they want to renew the 812. That's what RENEW stands for, and we're excited to watch God work in a powerful way. The third thing I just thought I would mention is that in August, the formation team launched an online platform to help all of us live and love like Jesus in a fuller way, and that's called the Roadmap. The Roadmap is designed to provide just helpful resources and action steps we can all take as we grow in this living and loving like Jesus. We truly want the Roadmap to be useful and helpful for all of us, to live and love like Jesus. And so to that end, I'm gonna ask you to do me a favor right now. We have created a self-assessment that goes along with the roadmap that would first of all help you to take some personal inventory about how you're growing in your relationship with God. 
How are you living and loving like Jesus? And is the roadmap helpful or not? And so I'm going to ask you today, sometimes today, maybe while you're dozing off during a football game, or maybe before you go to bed tonight, to complete this roadmap self-assessment. You can find it a couple different ways. Right now, you can text RSA, those three letters, to 812-858-8668. It'll take you to the self-assessment. You can also hit this uh, QR code, or you can simply go to cccgo.com forward slash info. This self-assessment is anonymous. You do not have to provide any personal information. We do want you to know that the data that we receive from that will be used to help identify the ways the roadmap is helpful and ways it could be more helpful. Again, you do not have to provide your name or any of your contact information unless you choose to. When you go all the way to the end of the assessment and you hit the word submit, watch the screen on whatever device you are completing the assessment because there's a special little gift there to say thank you for completing the roadmap self-assessment and you won't want to miss that. Vision Sunday is designed for us to take a look back and recognize all the ways that God has been at work in the life of this congregation as well as in our lives. It's also designed to help us get a picture of where God is leading us as a congregation in the next 12 months. Proverbs 29, 18 in the message translation says this, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. At the end of the summer of 2021, The elders, our executive team, as well as our leads and directors all met together during their retreat to pray, to listen, and to ask God, where are you leading us as a congregation? Through many exercises and through lots of dialogue and and also more importantly, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, things began to bubble up about where we are in the life as a congregation and where we sense God leading us. And so over the next few minutes, I just wanted to share some of the five things that we're going to focus on in the life of Crossroads in the coming 12 months. It came from that retreat. It's been affirmed by our elders and our staff, as well as many volunteers are engaging with how to make these five things a reality in the coming 12 months. The first area we're going to focus on is an increased sense of community. The past five years at Crossroads have had some significant disruptions in the life of our congregation. An abrupt change of leadership, certainly a worldwide pandemic, have left people asking some questions. And the first question is like, does so-and-so still worship at Crossroads? I hear that question almost every week, multiple times. Another question that people have been asking is like, do I still feel connected at Crossroads? Do I still feel like I belong at Crossroads? It's prompted our leadership to ask questions like, how can we best shepherd and care for those who call Crossroads home? So in 2022, we want you to be aware that we're first focusing on reconnecting together as a congregation, a community of faith, to foster increased connection as well as community among Crossroads people from the first-time guest to the long-time member. And you should expect a couple things. First of all, You should expect contact from our staff and a team of volunteers just to check in on you, to ask how you're doing, to see how you are connected here at Crossroads, and also to increase engagement with you and with our church. We're planning several moments just to connect relationally so that we can make sure every person feels like 
this is home and that they are doing life at crossroads, but doing life in community. Also, we want to continue to provide easy on-ramps to help people identify their next steps and to engage in what God's doing at Crossroads and into community with others. Aslan Carter from our staff, along with a team of staff and volunteers, are leading the charge in this direction. We firmly believe that God has created us for communion with him, but also with community with each other. And I think at this time in the world, we need a lot of both. The second area we're going to focus on is a renewed focus on our kids and youth. As a former youth pastor here at this congregation, I've always been encouraged as well as even invigorated by Crossroads' commitment to young people. Through the years, the commitment has remained, but man, have times changed. I feel older and older every year, right? While every generation could say, well, you know, things are so much harder and different today than they were in the years past, I'm pretty confident that our students and kids today have faced some of the most unprecedented dynamics, maybe in history. We recognize now is the time like never before to make sure kids as well as youth of this congregation are being equipped to live and to love like Jesus, that they feel connected to this community of faith. It's not just their parents' church. It's, It's a church that they belong to and have contribution to. They have opportunity to be a part of what God is doing, to use the gifts that God's given them, even at the youngest of ages. We want to make sure that they are cared for well. Andrew Bondurant from our staff, along with a team of of staff and volunteers, have been participating in a learning cohort. That cohort is being presented by the Fuller Youth Institute. We're identifying ways that we can help strengthen young people in this church as well as the community. And pretty soon you're going to be having an opportunity to give some feedback about how well we're doing with that or maybe how well we're not doing with that. I think you'll see our commitment to be strengthened and equipping families grow, to help students and kids grow spiritually, to provide healthy relationships for kids uh, and, and, and the youth of our congregation, to create helpful opportunities for young people to know that God loves them, that he has a plan for their life and that they can make a difference in the world around them. And here's the kicker. We're going to need everybody to engage in this commitment. Here's the misconception about kids' ministry or youth ministry. That is just for the young or the cool or the hipster or maybe the athletic or the musical. And that's false. Kids and youth need all of us. They need people in their 20s. They need people in their 80s. They need all of us to engage in helping them understand who God is and who they are. We all have a part to play. For the vitality of a church to be realized, every person among every age has to know that God loves them and have to be engaged in what God is doing in their local congregation. And we want our kids and youth to experience that. A third area that we're gonna be focusing on still is unity and reconciliation. We are living in some times that are very polarizing maybe some of the more polarizing times in history. And for way too long, what the church has done is just been silent. Maybe even worse, we've just been aloof to what's really happening in the world around us. We've just tried to live in our safe little bubble and pray that things will get better or maybe just beg that Jesus would come back. And the sad reality is, is that's not how Jesus responded to the polarizing times that were around him in the first century when he lived here on our planet. What he did is he chose to engage He reached across 
the lines that divided. He showed unconditional love. He reflected the love of his father. And he set us a great example of how to do just that. We are serious about living and loving like Jesus. And because we're serious about that, we must identify and begin to address the barriers that are hindering relationships that we could have with people who are from different ethnic backgrounds, different economical backgrounds, even different educational backgrounds. The kingdom of heaven is made up of a wide variety of people, and we should get used to loving people who look, behave, think, vote, even even behave different than us, because heaven's going to be a great experience for us to recognize just how diverse the family of God is and how unified we are when Jesus is at the center. Our unity and reconciliation team is helping prepare our hearts, but also creating strategies for us to not let these barriers continue to keep us divided. We must understand how to offer true hospitality. Our unity and reconciliation team are creating moments for us to learn through experience to develop kingdom partnerships with followers of Jesus from all kinds of backgrounds, as well as to help us recognize the felt needs in our community and respond to them. We must break down the walls and barriers so that everyone can experience the shalom that God intended our lives and the places we live, work, and play to have. We are saved for this purpose and we're sent for this purpose. And we're excited about a specific sermon series and a series of action steps that will help engage and equip all of us to be part of this. Another area, the fourth area, is just that we need to work on clarifying our values. We recognize that there is so much around us that has changed in our world, but really even within this congregation over our 54-year history. We are not the same congregation that began in 1967 in a, in a living room gathering on the east side of Evansville. Over the years, there are things that have remained the same, like a strong commitment to God's word as the ultimate authority, salvation through faith in Christ alone, as well as a passion to serve those in need in our community and really around the world. But as the world changes around us, our values need to be as clear as they've ever been. We are creating some strategies to make sure that these values are easily visible, but also understood by our staff, by our church body, as well as the community. We want to know who we are. We wanna live out these values so that everybody knows what's important to us and how we're going about this living and loving like Jesus. Darla Turpin from our staff, our communications director, she's leading the charge with a team of people to help us clarify clearly communicate, as well as celebrate who we are and how God is leading us. And the fifth area of focus that I'm mentioning today is that we're going to continue living on mission. If you've missed any of the past four weeks, I hope you'll go back and catch up on what we've been trying to communicate about what it looks like when all of us live on mission in our whole lives, where we work, in our family, in our neighborhoods, as we seek to live in love like Jesus. These past four weeks were not just simply a sermon series or a a one-hit wonder. They were actually a rally cry to where God is leading us as a congregation. They're a launching pad to how we want to equip and engage every person who calls Crossroads home in what God is doing. This mission of restoring shalom to the world around us. 
We added a whole team to our staff last November. We've spent this past year praying and planning, testing, strategizing for this moment. Andrea Croslin and a team of staff and leaders are primed and ready to keep raising the banner and leading the charge into this aspect of our ministry. In the coming months, we're going to launch vocational groups and neighborhood groups. We also hope that every person around us will get a taste of heaven in the way that we live and in the way that we love. These five key areas is what you should expect us focusing our attention on in the next 12 months. You might want to take a picture of this list because I want to ask you to consider praying about these five things on a regular basis. I hope that you'll commit to fast and pray with us once a week, that God would make these things become not just a pretty slide, but actually what defines us as a congregation. And I also hope that you'll consider engaging in all five of these expressions of what it looks like to live and love like Jesus in the months ahead. These are the five key areas that we're focusing on 2022. It's where we sense God leading us in the next 12 months. And it's not just a focus for us or maybe for them. It's not just something that the church leadership is going to be doing. This is about you joining God in what he is doing, what he wants to do in you and what he wants to do through you, what he's doing in us and what he's doing through us collectively as we all live in love like Jesus. The vision that God has given Crossroads is not about a new building project or a bunch of new uh, programs or even just a gathering to have some experience shared, but rather about seeing the transformation happen in the lives of individuals who've made a decision. They've discovered that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only source of life. And they've made a deliberate decision by the power of the Holy Spirit to live and to love like him. And you know what happens when that happens? People come to faith and their lives are renewed, recreated, transformed. Faith comes alive in all of our hearts because we begin to experience God's power at work in and through us as we learn to fully depend on him. Marriages are strengthened and families are found healthy and whole because we're surrendered to God and to each other. Our workplaces are filled with people who view their work as sacred. We work hard and we love deep. We serve because we have a higher calling than just simply a paycheck. And the places where we live, our neighborhoods are welcoming and mutually beneficial because we're not just focused on our own needs, but we're focused on the interests and well-being of others. And the needs of the vulnerable, the hopeless, the hungry, the hurting, don't go unnoticed. Earth orphans are welcomed into safe and loving homes and people around us are served and strengthened. And every person that we locked eyes with, they feel the love of God. They feel loved and valued because we see them as Jesus does. Friends, none of this is going to happen because we have a clear vision or a great strategy. It's gonna happen because we have let God birth new dimensions into our priorities, into our lives, to be lived out through the power of the Holy Spirit. May we see ourselves as part of the answer to the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 